Hey, hi, hello. Welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I'm your host, Brianna Monet. The Influence Podcast is a place where I sit down with Christian social media influencers and entrepreneurs to have combos about how they balance living life out loud on social media while walking with God. They share knowledge about social media, creating content, lifestyle, and being ambassadors for Christ in the social realm. On this episode, I had the chance to sit down with Jennifer Trotter. Jennifer is a self-proclaimed lifestyle enthusiast, confidence connoisseur, and gospel sharer. She is an amazing powerhouse for Christ and an entrepreneur who puts purpose at the forefront of everything she does, says, and represents. A few of her titles include founder of Single Saved and Social, as well as Pretty Peculiar. And she is the DC Sister Circle leader of Wives in Waiting. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the Influence Podcast. Thank Thank you so much for joining me. So like we were talking about earlier, one of my really good friends, Taylor J, she put me on to you and told me about your organization. So your organization is called Single Saved and Social, and mm-hmm. it's a social networking events organization. Let's start there. Okay. How did you even start this organization? So I, when I kind of looked at the community, um, specifically the Christian community, I felt that singles were left out. Mm-hmm. Like there wasn't a hip and urban um, group of singles without being attached to a church that was really making a mark in this area. So that's kind of what I sought out to do. And I literally said one day on Facebook, like somebody should have a dope singles conference (laughs) and everybody pointed their finger back at me. And the crazy thing about it is Mm -hmm. I was actually courting at that time. Like I was actually in a serious committed relationship and God is so funny. And um, I was like, yeah, I think I want to do this singles thing. And he was like, Okay, like, because we're literally talking about, you know, making the steps towards getting married and right. stuff like that. And I was like, no, I felt, I felt as if women were looking at me as if I had a prize because yeah. I had a man. And I know that God doesn't look at us like that. Yeah. And I had a problem with that. So I was like, yeah, I think I want to do this. I want to have these conversations um, and real stuff, not the churchy cliche or um, kind of gazed over thing. I want right. to talk about real stuff. So that's kind of how it happened. And I was like, nice. we're going to do it. And it, it, it just happened. And God bought me a male counterpart. Mm. Um, because I think as women, we talk about singles things a lot. And we hear a lot of our point of view. But we don't always have that male to balance it. So I didn't right. want it to see. I didn't want it to be like he man, she man, woman hater, man right. hater, hear me roar. Yeah. I wanted to be a conversation and mm-hmm. God just bought um, an amazing guy, um, Cheston Green, to come and work alongside me. And it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when did you kind of start? So we launched our first official, official, excuse me, event was May 12th, 2007. But we wow. started brainstorming in October okay. of 2016. And the first year, 2017, we really just did major events. Um, <laughs> this year, we're doing more small groups. Mm-hmm. So we're working, we're, we're building the community and making connections. So, gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So speak a little bit more about like what led you to do that like what was the response like after you put out that initial call on Mm -hmm. social media and then you said you were in a courting relationship Mm so kind of how did was there ever any like discourse between like you having this courting relationship talking about marriage but then also wanting to you know speak to single people so actually no I mean it it looked weird but I believe Mm -hmm. that and I know God does things very strategic that was my 
um, almost like a protection in a sense to say the things that I wanted to say okay. without seeming to be bitter, the bitter girl who doesn't have a man. Right. So I would create comp. So the, the response was great. Um, and I actually think that, you know, although we're no longer together and we're not going to be together, yeah. it served its purpose for that time. So mm-hmm. for example, I would say things like, I think one of my most popular and most shared statuses was when, um, how the church grooms women to be amazing wives. Like, yeah, this post actually went viral. I said, um, if only the church would teach husbands, teach men how to be husbands, the way they aspire to teach women to be wives that went all over. I mean, so if you ever see it, someone stole it from (laughs) me, but because that's what we do. We train women, we train, train, train women, but we don't teach men about husbands and not saying all churches, not saying all churches, but as a collective, especially Mm -hmm. in the black church, they don't, I don't think they get as much heat as we do right and so when people started to share that or I said things like um I love um Devon Franklin and I love Israel Holton yeah but they married women that they told me I couldn't be like they told Mm. me I couldn't wear red lipstick they told me I couldn't wear my boobs out so when I would say those things that me and my girlfriends would have a conversation about it's like oh my god like what do you mean what why would you say that and but it's just something that was on my heart and by having that um, partner at the time, you know, because everybody who shares your stuff doesn't agree with you, right? right. Mm-hmm. It's just for conversation. So as they were sharing that, people would say, oh my gosh, she's attacking them. She sounds bitter. And they're like, no dog, she's actually in a relationship. So yeah. it worked for that time period. And okay. we always, um, around the holidays, because it was a long distance relationship, we always talked about, and that's how I know God does everything perfect. Um, we always talk about people being single and not being frustrated in your season. And around this time, I would always talk about, um, not letting your family, you know, put that pressure on you. Thanksgiving is coming and people are, they get stressed out. Like, I don't want to see auntie again. And I don't have a man. And she's looking at me like, are you gay? What's wrong with you? So where your man at? What are you doing? What you been doing? I don't have no kids (laughs) clocking my ovaries. Right. So, I did those things with him. So it wasn't like, it wasn't weird. It was Mm -hmm. just like, he was like, oh, okay. But, and it just dissolved because that's just how it went. But mm -mm, it was, everyone was so receptive because they were like, yeah, we don't like, yeah, we don't. And and the thing, even the terminology singles ministries, everybody's like, I don't know. It's like one of those things. I don't even want to deal with it. Right. Right. So that's how it, that's kind of how it came about. Nice. So you mentioned that, you know, the church doesn't teach men how to be husbands like they teach women how to be wives. Mm -hmm. So why do you think that is? I think there is this pressure and this this false ideology that you can earn marriage Mm. and that because um, the scripture says he that findeth the wife findeth the good thing. Yeah. So because you want to be that good thing um, in order to be found, I must be found good. I must be found doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I think that kind of makes that imbalance of men versus women. So men, and it's a male dominated society. I mean, I don't care how you slice it, church or not church, um, secular or however, it's a male dominated society. So Mm -hmm. they're looked at as being good. They're looked at as being the forerunners and us as the, um, we're not the lesser party, but that's how we're kind of groomed to be, or just uh, characterized. It's kind of like, I have to be, um, 
good or I have to be this standard of a woman. And it's not, it's not foreign. It's just, it so happens to be in the church and in secular society. In the secular society, you have trophy wives. Mm. So if I am the the right weight, if I have the right hair, if I have the right skin color, if I um, have the right job, then my knight in shining armor will come and save me and I can look pretty on his arm. And we have this beautiful American fan, all around American dream yeah. family with the white picket fence and the dog and the two kids. So, uh, I don't know. It <laughs> kind of reminded me of like in the secular sense, like wags, mm-hmm. like athletes' wags. Yeah, exactly. Like put on a pedestal. Exactly. And that's what we do subconsciously in the church. We say that, and, and I'm not saying you shouldn't be a good woman. Yeah. I'm not saying that there are certain things that you shouldn't do, but we have, um, put marriage on this throne that it doesn't belong right we have idolized marriage and what happens is as you get older and your time hasn't come or your time Mm -hmm. may not come then you think there is something wrong with you because we look at singleness as a disease and that marriage is the only promise and that that is totally not um how God views it like that's not how he looks at us and we do like just like you said with wags we do that in the church so you you, because you are like I'm 32 now yeah so when you get in your 30s it's like this awakening like oh my gosh you know it first starts it starts at 25 ish and then 30 is like the next one like oh my goodness I don't have no kids I don't have this I don't have that you Mm -hmm. start scrambling and you believe that something is wrong with you and that the timeline of God is off because you don't have what everybody else says that you should have Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as we talked about like a little bit earlier, just about the Christian culture and dating and courting Mm -hmm. and doing things God's way and like kind of like shifting that narrative now, like what do you think single saved and social adds to that conversation that isn't already there? So one of the things that we highlight to do is to increase the engagement. So we can talk about what you need to do individually as a woman or as a man to be this perfect spouse. But I need to get you in the room. Um, The reality is that the way that our local churches look, your spouse may not go there. So we create. It's not just we have conversations, conversations, excuse me. And we also have networking opportunities. So. It's not like a speed dating situation, (laughs) but you know, the goal is God to give God the glory. And two, if you see somebody that, you know, (laughs) makes your eyes a little glimmer, then that works too. And then we, we talk about the real, we talk about real things. And what I say is it's not just a sex conversation. Everybody is not out here having sex. We talk about communication like I I frequently tell and teach uh, women that it's okay to be flirty like because we don't know what that looks with like, looks like without being a Jezebel or yeah. a harlot like I'm not telling you to put your tatas on a platter and <laughs> bend over but I am saying it's okay to bat your eyes yeah it's okay to get a little smirk it's okay to say Hey, how are you? Okay. You know, it's it's right. It's it's okay. And I think because we're Christian and we're women of God, it's like, oh no, I don't want to say, don't look at me, don't look at me, don't look at me. And it's like, girl, relax. It's hey, how are right. you? You know, that warmthness and that that that's okay. Yeah. So that's what we try to do. We try to real practical things with biblical foundation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So do you see um single saved and social like expanding beyond the DMV area? Absolutely. So we're in the process now 
of trying to go to other cities. So we have some other cities okay. on our radar. And just to our signature is a relationship panel. Um, 2007, we had our um, conversations in the city. So we're going to have conversations in various cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've had a brunch. We had a Christmas party. And then this year we did like little meetups, like pop-ups. Gotcha. Um, so we're going to do that in other cities um, because we believe and a lot of people online are reaching out to us and they want to say I want that like can you do that here yeah so instead of just um, you know it, it takes proper planning to execute it the right way mm-hmm. but we're definitely 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 going to New York Atlanta LA um, just to name a few like okay. it's going to be a global movement nice so did you ever see it like getting this big or going so far when you started I actually did it. I, 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 and that's why I love God because He sees past what we think we want. Yeah. Um. Because I all I was like, yeah, we just gonna have one event. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen after yeah. that, but I want to have these conversations. And it was so successful. That I was like, oh, we gotta keep going. Like, <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's let's do another one. And right. then it was like. Oh, okay. Well, this time of the year is coming. We need to do something for this. So yeah. I never thought it was going to be like this. I never thought I would have this passion mm-hmm. the way that I have because, you know, everybody wants to get married. We're, we live in relationship goals society. Mm. So I'm um, not saying that, you yeah. know, we don't want relationship goals, <laughs> but in this um, this time period that we are in or this season that I'm in right now of singleness, I want it to be enjoyable. So it's going right. to go for it's going to be big. It's going to go. Because I have the drive in the past. I, I literally, um, everywhere, I don't want to say everywhere I go, where it's appropriate to have these conversations. So, right. yeah, we're, we're, we're not stopping no time. So. <laughs> Speaking of not going anywhere anytime soon, you also have another organization called Pretty Peculiar, which mm-hmm. inspires women to live a life free from low self-esteem and societal validation while pursuing like the life that God has for them. Mm-hmm. And I think the mission is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And especially because society can be like, you know, degrading towards women. And it's also just like, you know, walking with God can be difficult for anyone. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of like one of my favorite verses, Ephesians 2.10, which says, for we are his masterpieces created to do good works that Jesus set out for us a long time ago to pursue and to do. And so walk me through it. Like what made you want to start this organization? So Pretty Peculiar is actually my baby. I struggled with low self-esteem until I was probably about 25 years old. Okay. Um, as a child, like in high school, it was really bad. And I think I masked it a lot because I could dress. Mm-hmm. I had nice accessories. Back then, the plus size movement wasn't really a thing. So it wasn't a lot of choices. Yeah. But I always had great accessories and I knew how to put myself together well. Mm-hmm. However, I noticed that I didn't like the way that I looked and it wasn't like a temporary thing. It wasn't like a, oh, you gained 10 pounds. I need to change this. It was like, I don't really like myself. Right. And one day I remember critici- criticizing myself in the mirror and the Lord actually spoke that verse to me and not in that, um, that not in a total content, um, context, but what he said was, how dare you, um, judge what I've created? Like, how dare you criticize my masterpiece? You are mine. Yeah. And that kind of like changed it. And I want to say it was almost like an evolution. So at 25, 
you literally couldn't tell me anything. Like, I went from not enough to everything wow. in, like, 30 seconds. And it was literally the freedom of God yeah. um, knowing that it wasn't a man, it wasn't friends, it wasn't any validation of this world. But um, learning that God loves me so much and that he created me in his image. And um, that organization didn't just start from that. I wanted to be a stylist. Okay. So that's how Pretty Peculiar start. Like, we're pretty and we're peculiar. We're different. Mm-hmm. We're um, different from the world. So I thought that I was going to be a stylist that lasted for about six months. But one of my styling gigs I did, I did a transformation of a single mom. And you guys, the way that she felt after the fact, mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to make women feel like that for the rest of my life. Wow. It literally was like, I don't know if you've ever watched like style channels on the Style Network back in the day when they would yeah. see the before and the after and it came out and it wasn't just about the clothes. Like that's the outer stuff, but the confidence that they would have after the fact, it was like, I can't believe that I look like this. So we did about two or three looks on her. She just had a newborn baby. Um, she was in the church and she had a baby out of wedlock. So the shame and like it was somebody, she, her story was kind of like they never would have thought it was me. It would be me. Yeah. Like I was the all American. I did everything right. I was in the church and then, you know, I had a baby and showing her that life isn't over and that she was still beautiful. It was like right. her sister actually did her nomination oh. and it was amazing. So after that, it was kind of like, yeah, I don't think I want to do like styling. Like I need a dress. You know, you can find your own dresses. We just <laughs> the internet. You can find whatever you need. But I wanted women to feel like that yeah. forever and um, every day for the rest of my life. And that's kind of like what that started, how that grew. Nice. So you have this quote on the website and it says, in a world where everyone is overexposed, the coolest thing you can do is maintain your mystery. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? So I believe that women can be sexy without showing it all. So my mom used to always, as a child, um, I was raised very... I would say sheltered, but a good sheltered. So I wasn't naive, but we were raised with, with just core... Uh, traditional values. Mm-hmm. So you don't show everything. You always got to keep something for your husband. Right. That, those type of um, quotes and sayings and stuff. And my thing is, in a world where everybody shows everything, we live in a world where you can get on Instagram right now and find a girl just about completely naked. Right. With everything showing but her uterus. But even in that, although she may pretend to be as confident, she's not. Because those same IG models, those same women, they don't have husbands. Right. They don't have the thing that they're seeking um, they're seeking for. They don't have love and not just husband. Like they're not they're seeking to be validated. So for Mm -hmm. me, it's kinda like your validation comes through Jesus Christ. Have some mystery about yourself. You don't have to show everything all the time to be beautiful or to be sexy. You right. literally can be sensual and be a woman of God and mm. not expose overly expose yourself. There, say some stuff for the future. Say some stuff. Say even not just your dress, but even in your um your gifts and your talents. Don't overexpose yourself to people who don't know you. Right. Don't overexpose your dreams and your visions to people who can't handle them, who not who are not going to keep them safe. Yeah. So that's kind of what that's about. Like keeping something, keep that mystery so that people want to learn more about you. Yeah. Yeah. So that's basically what that's about. So what would you say for the people that might disagree with that? 
about about keeping a little something, you know, keeping that mystery. Let me know how it works for you. I mean, it's, it's, it's really like the evidence is in, you know, I don't believe, I believe that everybody has their own opinion. I yeah. don't do, you know, how to, a whole lot of like back and forth on social media. Let me know how it works for you. Fair enough. I mean, let, that's all, let me know how Fair it works. And they'll enough. say, you know, I'm loved. Okay. Because the reality is what you're overexposing is your brokenness. Mm, yeah. What you're showing is your insecurity. Right. What you're showing. I mean, if you look at the most powerful, I'm talking about the most powerful and the most wealthiest women around, they are not anywhere naked. Oprah, Michelle Obama. I mean, I could keep going. Even Beyonce. It's, it's even, it's, it's, it's minimal. And not that I agree with any of their theologies or I'm just throwing them right. out there as being these billionaire, high powered women. Mm-hmm. It's still minimal. Like, yeah. I mean, we didn't even see Beyonce's whole body until she had a husband. And I'm pretty sure he had some clearance in that. You know what I mean? She was yeah. doing naughty girl in, 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 um, freaking dresses. She still was covered. <laughs> we didn't get this whoa until it was like, Oh, you had a husband. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. so I think, let me know. Show me someone, you know, who is just as powerful as Michelle Obama that has to overexpose himself. Wow. Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> that's really good. What does Pretty Peculiar do and who do they do it for? So we service um, the young adult women is our that that's our core. Okay. And then we also have Little Miss Peculiar, um, which is starting back up. It's for it's an organization for little girls that started four years old um, with the same values of self-esteem, self-worth and confidence. Mm-hmm. So basically we have workshops. We have talks. Um, a lot of my content is online and inspiring the woman every day okay. to be them best, to be their best self, to go after God and to pursue their, to pursue their dreams. Um, so that's pretty much what we do. Um, I do host a, I want to say a round table or a fellowship for women every month. Um, it's not under the umbrella of pretty peculiar, but it's called wives in waiting, which okay. we are the bride of Christ first. So it's not about just single women or we have single divorce all, and, but we do those same things that pretty peculiar does okay. about having confidence in yourself, um, about loving God and, um, pursuing the goals that he has for you in mm-hmm. your life. So yeah, we're everywhere. We do everything, <laughs> but it's, it's really about fellowshipping amongst women. Yeah. And, um, one of the things that pretty peculiar did and that we are, we will continue to do is we have a Valentine's Day giveaway oh. in which I go around and I deliver flowers and, and candy and balloons to single women to mm-hmm. remind them that you are well loved. So we surprise them at work. We surprise them at home. Most of these people I've never met. I do not know. <laughs> and I just show up and they're like, and they, they start crying because that Aww. is one of those days where you do need to be reminded that you are loved yeah. when everybody is booed up and you may not have, you know, you may, you don't, that can be a rough, that's another conversation, <laughs> a rough day in general. I pop up like, Hey, you don't know me, but God loves you. And yeah. so do we. So yeah, that's, that's so beautiful. Thank oh my you. gosh. <laughs> so how has social media impacted like either or both of your organization? So social media is the driving force. For both of them, um, I believe that social media is not an evil tool if you yeah. use it the right way and if you have limitations and boundaries in place. Um, they're the driving force. I'm meeting people that I've never met. One of the things that I love um, specifically about single, saving, social is that, and I think I talked about this a little earlier offline, 
is that people don't see me. They see the organization and mm-hmm. they buy into the mission and they show up. So sometimes I, if I don't have on my single saving social just T-shirt, yeah. then they're like, hey, I don't know who is it. And I'm like, hey, it's me, girl. Welcome. Or, you know, my partner is there because um, they follow us on social media. And, we, yeah. and we're like, hey, meet us here. And they come because they're looking for a Christian singles you know who are social or they want to be social right so yeah they it's a big social media is a big force in both of those organizations nice and i also think it's great that you're not like the face of your organization that you let it stand alone Mm -hmm. and speak for itself Mm -hmm. because you know there are some organizations that are like well this is what we do but this is also the face of it Mm -hmm. and it's like well you know who am i following or what is this really about is it about the person or is it about the mission yeah, so that's for me. It's about the mission. I don't, I mean, I'm a big personality by myself, so I don't have to have, you know, I, I want, it's about the work of the Lord. And I know right. that sounds so cliche, but especially, especially because my baby is single, safe, and social right mm-hmm. now. It's kind of like, I want to empower singles. I want you to be your best self. I don't want, especially the holidays are coming. Yeah. I don't want you to be sad and depressed because you feel like you're less than because you don't have a partner. Right. So, I don't need you to see me. I need you to see the words. I need you mm-hmm. to see the mission and go wherever we're going for the month. So yeah. that's what it's more about. Definitely. So being that this is a podcast about influence, mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about that. So okay. what does influence mean to you? Influence um, is that ability to be able to sway the parties that be around you or parties mm-hmm. that watch you afar um, to have some weight in your opinions and your lifestyle and in your beliefs um so that's what i think about influence nice so let's go into like the biggest influence of your life Mm -hmm. god Mm -hmm. so how does god influence your life you know in order to be where you are today so he is the biggest influence (laughs) um and i believe that the part of who I know God to be is a creator, right? Mm -hmm. So I think religion and um, denominations kind of put God in this box and you do God this way and we worship this way. When I rededicated my life to Christ at 19 years old, I told, I was very creative then. I was um, doing, going to fashion shows and all kinds of stuff. And I was like, God, I don't really want to be boring. Like I really (laughs) don't want to. So, and he was like, you don't have to be like, I'm going to show you my creative self everything creative comes from me everything good comes from above so I his influence in my life is that he's a creator so because he is the creator he is the creator of everything I'm able to be freely creative right so that's that's kind of like my thing so we we just create like whether it be (laughs) content whether it be um the move for next uh, <laughs> next year we we create and i've been able to do some amazing things in the name of the lord yeah. with my creativity because he's my biggest inspiration i think that's great because i think a lot of people don't see god as a creator mm-hmm. they see him as lord they see him as savior they see him as this and that but like not as a creator like we get our creative abilities because we're made in the image of god mm-hmm. because he first created us mm-hmm. And like, even as we were talking about Ephesians 2.10 earlier, like where his masterpiece mm-hmm. is, like he's an artist. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I mean, who else could like create the world in six days and be so detail oriented? Right. Like, have you ever looked at the, a, a flower, how detailed the colors are, the, the trees, how they turn like at, 
you're a beast like you're creative <laughs> like I mean literally this is the, that autumn time when you li- drive down you know just a road with all these trees and you're like wow you even got the 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 oranges and the yellows <laughs> and the reds perfected that right. is creativity that we try to we try to imitate yeah. that through our paintings and drawings but only God the creator did that yeah like, it's so crazy mm-hmm. um so how would you say that you balance living out loud on social media <laughs> while walking with God so um like I said earlier I believe that you have to have a mission for mm-hmm. your social media so with that because I am I'm a disciple and I'm a different type of disciple everything that I put on my um, social media has a mission. Yeah. So I have boundaries. I have limitations. I don't talk about just anything. It has to pertain to my target audience and the mission that I have mm. at hand. So it starts with God and then it, it, it kind of flows through with my goals and the things that I want to do to influence the people that follow me. Nice. So what would you say is next for you? What's next for Jennifer? Um, I... I just want to amp it up a notch. Like okay. I'm not ready to go on to anything else. Um, someone, one of my married friends asked me recently, like, and he's a guy, he was like, so like, what's going to happen when you get married? <laughs> it's like, I want it to be, it's not mine. It's a community. So I yeah. want like, I wanted to amp up. Like I, I plan on doing the work of, you know, the singles and pretty peculiar and the ministry of women and singles for a, However that looks like. So whatever we need to do next, um, I don't know, but we're going to continue. So whether that means, of course, more events, mm-hmm. um, of course, more content. Um, I do have a book coming out. I can't oh, tell wow. you. I'll let you know oh. uh, what it's going to be because I'm still, it's still, it's still at the bare bones okay. um, for the single woman. Can you at least say what it's about or? So it's up, it's up, it's about different stages okay of singleness for women's because we group them all together yeah and there are different categories of singleness you're not single means it's a status it means that you're unmarried but you yeah. can be unmarried because you're divorced you can be unmarried mm-hmm. with children you can be unmarried and heartbroken yeah you can be uh, it's, it's so many different layers that we try to dump into this one you know one word that everybody hates but it's so many different shades that's a good one <laughs> so many different because that's what it's about so many different shades of singleness for yeah. the single woman so we're going to walk through those wow i can't wait <laughs> I can't i'm excited wait. i'm excited i'm really excited so in the last section of the podcast mm-hmm. i like to call it the hashtag put me on section okay and I'm asking you questions about some of your favorites right now. Okay. Why you love them. Maybe you can hip us to some of the things that you're like into right now. Okay. Maybe we can add it to our daily routine, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> what are you listening to right now? That could be like, you know, music, podcast, audiobook, etc. What are you listening to? So, right, it's a couple of different things. Um, I love Tori Kelly's new CD. She has oh, a new CD. I love it. With Kirk Franklin's Psalm 42. It's amazing. My favorite me. on the album. Yes. Keandra, I hope I'm saying her name right, Lockett, has a new album. I think it's called The Water or The Heal. Um, and I just kind of got into that. I love that because it has that R&B type um girlness vibe Mm -hmm. but it's so churchy like it's (laughs) super like the first song is about being baptized like it's super churchy but it's good it's like it's feel good you can listen to it in your car but it has a strong message of Mm. just healing redemption and um following jesus christ 
Um, I'm also listening to a lot of Sarah Jakes Roberts. Oh my goodness, I love her. Yeah, so I'm, I'm averaging probably three, two to three sermons a week <laughs> um, from her. Um, and Darius Daniels, he's another new, um, pa- he's not new, I'm new to him, okay. pastor that um, I've been listening to. I've been listening to and the last one I would say is Jackie Hill Perry um another great one I mean I don't even know I don't even have to say anything no words (laughs) like I love um everything that she is she's about um and that I feel like she's walking in a lane that um mainstream Christianity hasn't tapped into yet with um faces and souls that haven't really been reached yeah so yeah that's where I am Absolutely. What are you watching? Um, if I'm very honest, I'm not watching a whole lot. Okay. Um, anything on HGTV, I'm getting old. So <laughs> the whole decorating bug um, is kind of like my thing. Um, yeah, I don't really. Oh, I forgot. It just went off, but I was such, 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 and I don't know, you may have to bleep this out because I don't know if you want people to watch this or not, but Insecure is my jam, so that just went Listen, off. it's real. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be, like, Christian-related Okay. Yeah, like I like, because it has a lot of relationship content mm-hmm. in it, so, loved it. So, yes, and Napoli Ever After, I love, oh. love, 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 love that movie on Netflix. That was good. Yeah, so, those are kind of, I want to say the two that I've watched- in the last, you know, few days or so. Okay. What are you eating or drinking that you're really into right now? Um, so I love naked juices, naked the naked kind of smoothie things. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm trying to get this temple right. Hello. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, and I love um cranberry juice. Okay. I don't know what about cranberry juice. It makes me feel like I'm doing like fake communion every day. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I like cranberry juice, and yeah, I'm because tr- I'm trying to lay off sodas. So trying, got you trying, <laughs> not succeeding, but trying. Have you ever done like sparkling water and maybe like put like a pump of like the different syrups? So I'm like gonna try fake- that. I tried a, a a sparkling water and it was it went desperately wrong um for me but i'll try the pump yeah of, um, <laughs> some syrup it might be a little bit more sugar you know mm-hmm. more soda like mm-hmm. who do you adore or impress or are impressed by right now so i would say um one of my biggest inspirations and it's one actually one of my best friends his name is pastor will granberry uh-huh. um he's a local uh, millennial in the area and he is on fire wow. for God right now and um he's just a bomb like i mean we're taking he's taking a different turn and a approach on prayer mm-hmm. and how it's not an old school thing so he does like these prayer gatherings um and he's a real christian like not just you know i go to church on sundays but really is yeah. on fire about teaching training and ministering to other um young adult christians so that's kind of like my biggest inspiration right now um because we don't really see a whole lot. And he's very urban. He's from Chicago. Like, snapback. Like, he preaches in the snapback. Hey. Like, it's real, like, snapback and jays, but you, like, going off about Jesus. So, yeah. That's probably no, one that's... of my biggest inspirations at this moment. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I'm going to have to check him out. You should. He's in the area. He's bomb. He's bomb. I'm not, you know, I ain't giving him a whole lot of play because it's about <laughs> me right now. But he is, I mean, he's one of my, my best friends and he loves the Lord and his fire for God is just, I've never seen anything like it. So, wow. yeah. 
And lastly, what is God speaking to you right now? He is speaking to me to really communicate that things of the old, as far as like reading your Bible, fasting, praying, consecrating yourselves, is not a old age thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's not something just for our um, grandparents or even our parents, but it's really relevant to us right now and how we live will determine our future. So really being in a place of seriousness for um, the kingdom Mm -hmm. and that doesn't have to look like we think it looks, it doesn't look like white right. stockings and long skirts <laughs> and, you know, just traditions that we're used to, but it can be in your ripped jeans. It can be in your Louboutins. It yeah. can be, you know, however you are, but really having that sincerity for God. Like that's mm. kind of like where I am right now. Like I believe that I am called to minister to the uncommon girls, the socialites, okay. the basketball wives, the girls in the industry, the rappers' wives, the rappers' girlfriends, the people that we don't really think we know yeah. they need Jesus, but we don't, you know, right. we ain't talking to them like that about right. Jesus. It's like they got money. So why do they need Jesus? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that. That lifestyle of um, consecration is not mm-hmm. just for my grandmother. It's not just for my mother. It's for all of us. Right. And um, it starts with me and it's going to trickle down to whoever I connect with. So, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, Jennifer, thank you for sitting down with me today. I thank really you appreciate for it. Me. I answered all of your questions right. No, it was great. (laughs) So if you could please plug yourself, where can people find you on social media so they can keep up with everything that you're doing, where they can be influenced by you? Okay. Where can they find you? All right. So on Instagram, I am at Lady Inspiration, um, Jennifer Trotter on um, Facebook and at Single Saving Social or underscore at single saved in social. Um, so that's, yeah, Ms. MZ inspirational on Twitter. I'm not really on there like that anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Are we still doing Twitter? Yeah, I think. I mean, still. I still do Twitter. Okay. So and Ms. Inspirational on Twitter, but Lady Inspirational IG, Jennifer Trotter on Facebook. Great. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Yes. <laughs> that's it for this episode of the Influence Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to use hashtag InfluencePod when talking about the podcast on social media. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Brianna, C-E-S-T-L-A-B-R-I-A-N-N-A. Until next time, deuces.